Uno is sitting down here by my feet just in front of the broadcast desk, and he was the pickiest dog uh, for eating uh, you could possibly imagine. Uh, yeah, just a little bit more. Um, but anyway, so picky, so picky. And he would uh, not eat his food. And so we got him rough greens. And now he eats and eats and eats. And he loves his food. He gobbles it down. And it's because I think it tastes good to him. But also, his, his whole life has changed. Now with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. Most dogs love it and will go crazy for it. Uno went from the beginning of pickiest eater to now wolfing down his food. And he's a lot better off because of it. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLENN33. It's 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. CNN, uh, the propaganda machine that it is, I think with along uh, with the WEF, the World Economic Forum, just uh, verified one of the things that we write about in uh, Dark Future is absolutely true. Vacations, you're not going anywhere soon. You're not going anywhere. There are two stories that have come out about vacations as we know it are a thing of the past, and they have to be. We'll show you the cage that is being built for you right now. And if you don't wake up, if our friends and neighbors don't wake up, they'll be looking at us from inside that cage. We begin there in 60 seconds. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing mankind that he didn't exist. I mean, think about this. Think about the satanic temple right now saying, oh, come on, Satan's not real. They, you do satanic rituals. Yeah, we're not seriously. Oh, okay. All right, then we should stop looking there. That's insane. The second greatest was convincing people that a child isn't a child, meaning a fetus isn't a human being. How else could it be the case that so many women are choosing to end their babies' lives with abortion and abortion pills and abortion clinics? Well, there's another lie. You're not worthy. You're not capable. You won't be able to do it. Uh, it'll get in the way of what you want. Well, Preborn is trying to change all of that by showing an expecting mom the ultrasound of her baby. They double the chances that she'll choose life because they get rid of one lie, and that is it's not a baby. That doubles. Then when 
when preborn, the ministry comes in and says, look, we are going to help you take care of the baby for the first two years. We're going to help you clo- with clothing, with food and everything else. Then the second lie is taken away that you just won't be able to make it. Will you help? $28 buys an ultrasound. And if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network nationwide for 24 hours. That will help rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. All right. Last hour, I was um, sharing with you a a couple of pieces of audio, and I want you to hear them again. For anybody who says credit scores, social credit scores, they're not going to happen here in America, and they're not so bad. I have nothing to hide. Let me show you how they are being used. This is if you get a phone call from an undesirable caller somebody who has a low social credit score for instance in this case owes more money than the state thinks they should owe instead of getting a phone just a regular ring and you look down and you see the name this is what happens to your phone in china listen Now, this is an undesirable caller. The caller has a social lower social credit score than yours. Also, just maybe somebody who owes debt. If you take the call, you risk getting a lower social score. If you do take the call, you're told to tell that person you got to change your score. Okay. That's what's happening in China. Now, think of the effect that that would have on chilling conversations. Then I played last hour a piece of audio from John Kerry. I need you to understand the WEF is working on social justice and social control, social credit scores through ESG. That comes from the World Economic Forum. You just heard that play out in China. They're also looking for a net zero world. And to get there, we have to completely change their words, not mine, our entire food system from seed to fork. Wow. And we have to do that by 2030. Hurry. What could possibly go wrong uh, from a, an entire food industry throwing out everything that it has taken millennia to learn, throwing it out, giving it to a bunch of governmental eggheads, and they take it from the planting of the seed to fork. Here's what John Kerry, the representative from the United States of America, uh, said at the Agricultural Innovation Mission for Climate Summit. Listen. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done. 
unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A two degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Hmm. Hmm. So, boy, that sounds dark, doesn't it? I mean, that sounds like maybe we should get rid of people, too. And if we just starve a few people to death, will it be that bad? It's for Mother Earth. Now, they're not saying they're going to starve people to death. I'm saying their incompetence will starve people to death. I'm also saying that uh, we're starting to see a lot of information come out now about what they did and didn't know about the virus and the vaccine. Are you that concerned? Really? Are you that concerned about killing that many people? I mean, you know, the climate is at stake. And if we could just, as Kamala Harris has said, reduce the population, that would be much easier. So we're going to control people by controlling what they eat and how much they can get. We're going to control people through their social justice credit scores. And also, if we can control the money, we'll be better off as well. Here is the latest from the WEF on a CBDC. Now, I want you to know what a CBDC is. That is a central bank. So that's the Federal Reserve or the Bank of England. A central bank digital currency. It is completely unlike Bitcoin. Bitcoin and everything like Bitcoin is not controlled centrally. It has no ability to turn on and off. A central bank digital currency does. This is from the WEF in their meeting about the benefits of digital money. Listen. And the one final note I will uh, make is that if you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and uh, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC. <laughs> so whatever it deems uh, undesirable. OK, so now let's see what we have here. We have a climate emergency. We had uh, Blinken come out this weekend and say our climate emergency is just as bad as a full out nuclear war. Hmm. OK, so climate emergency is just the same. We have a government that is trying to control people, how they think, how they feel, 
where they move, uh, what they buy, all of these things to change the social structure. We also have ESG changing the small business relationship with big business and big banks and small banks. We have a system being built unlike anything the world or America has ever seen. So now when you see something like this story from CNN, vacations as we know it are over. It might take on a little more telling view if you know the things I just told you. And I'm going to share this story with you in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, if you own a dog, you haven't, uh, you haven't you know, watched him or her experience the joy of rough greens yet. What are you waiting for? It tastes great. At least that's what the dogs tell me. And I speak dog. By the way, did you see that Japanese guy who always wanted to be a collie and spent $15,000 on a collie outfit so somebody can walk him around the park? Oh, my gosh. It's just sick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I hope the zipper gets stuck. Anyway, um, <laughs> Rough Greens is extraordinarily good for them. It has all of the things that they need, probiotics, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. And the folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it, they have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call them at 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Give your first trial bag for free. All you pay for is shipping, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 10-second station ID. So let me give you two stories that came out this weekend. You can read all about this in my new book, Dark Future. But two new stories have broken this weekend. One, a new study, this is from CNN, a new study published earlier this week that showed that both the European and North American heat waves would have been all but impossible with climate change. Stu, you're a climate change guy. Uh, all but impossible? What does that mean? You're all but impossible. All but impossible without climate change? Or you said with climate change? Uh, without climate change. Okay. We so, couldn't have had these temperatures without climate change. That's the, that's the new study. The plague of heat and fires that our world is experiencing today is one of consequence of a 1.2 degree Celsius hike in the global average temperature compared to pre-industrial times. A 2 degree Celsius rise, which we are currently on target for, ex exceed by the end of the century, would see the average number of heat wave days increase sixfold across southern Europe so that one in 100 year heat waves could happen every other year, even northern Europe, blah, blah, blah. The reality is that ongoing heat waves and wildfire fires provide us with glimpses of worse to come. All right. So what is this story all about? I thought it was about vacations. No, first, we're setting the stage. It's Horrible and extreme weather is now endangering much of the world. 
The events of last week in the Greek island should then give us pause for thought, not only about the uh, whether we should any longer be flying on holiday to places that may threaten us and our loved ones, but the whole point of having a holiday. For many of us, jetting off every year to a foreign break has almost become instinctive, just something we do without really thinking about it. If Southern Europe is out of bounds due to increasing heat, then the tendency for us, many, will find somewhere else that looks, or on the face of it at least, less risky. But this isn't the answer. Climate breakdown is now set to become all-pervasive and affect every aspect of our lives and livelihoods, and already extreme weather can happen pretty much anywhere. So what do you do? Well, we can't go on. It can't go on, nor should it. Both for the peace of mind holiday makers increasingly worried about growing, growing extreme weather or for the good of the planet. Holidays abroad need to be decoupled from flying. Vacations need to return to their roots or at least move in that direction. In particular, holidays abroad need to be decoupled from flying, which means as far as Europe is concerned, train, car or coach. There are issues, of course. Just published Greenpeace analysis revealed that traveling by train around Europe is on average four times more expensive than flying. Traveling by road takes longer and is likely to involve hours of frustrating queuing at ports. But on the plus side, if the journey itself becomes part of the holiday, airport scrums and delays are avoided. And most importantly, for the climate, carbon emissions are massively reduced. So I wrote in the book about how flying will become a thing of the past. I told you just a few weeks ago that airports are being reduced in England already. Not the private ones, just the ones that you would fly into and I would fly into. Now, let me give you another story from England. Want to jet off to Italy, Spain or France? Starting in 2024, that's next January, all travelers going to European Union countries will not only have to book their flight and hotel and bring their passport, but they also must fill out an online application before traveling on their trip. The online application requires authorization and to pay a fee through the European Travel Information and Authorization System. The system is expected to be operational in 2024. Travelers will be required to fill out personal information, including date, place of birth, home address, parents' names, phone number, email, nationality, education, occupation, planned travel destinations, and criminal history. Niall Gardner, former aide to the British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, said this is Orwellian. I see this as a big government overreach here. It's quite Orwellian with the amount of information that the EU officials are requesting. Most applications are expected to clear in just a few minutes, but some applications could take four days and possibly up to 30 days to process. Once approved, your authorization is valid for three years. U.S. travelers that wish to travel through a European Union will have to go through this application process. It is intensely bureaucratic. So what is this really about? Is this truly about what safety is that what they're saying this is going to provide safety wait to a country or a group of countries that just open up their borders for anybody to come in they're now doing this for safety no they're not they are going to make your traveling on a plane 
such a hassle. You going over to Europe, so incredibly expensive, so time-consuming, such a hassle that you will give up. And eventually, they will ban it. That's what's really happening here. The vacations are a thing of the past because of global warming. That's not true. It's to decouplize us and degrowth the United States, Europe, and the rest of the world. This is so unbelievable, unbelievably Malthusian. This is, this is a communist tactic. We, wait a minute, you're going to, I have to do what? For every country I'm flying to, I have to what? Well, you can just drive. Oh, well, I can't drive across the ocean. You're going to take a vacation on the eastern seaboard if you live in Washington state. No, probably not. This takes us back to the time of about 1960, 1950, 60 or 70. I remember in 1969, I was five years old and I was going to uh, Disneyland. And I remember very little of it, but I remember it from the pictures. We had a dress and a suit. I had a little suit and a little Frank Sinatra kind of hat. And we got dressed up. My sisters wore gloves on the plane because it was so rare. And it was something very, very special. That's what we're going towards. We're going towards you not being able to go anywhere. Now, by the way, all of this, all of this will be purchased through CBDC, a central bank digital currency, not Bitcoin, a central bank digital currency. And if I might remind you what was just played a second ago, the benefits of central bank digital currency is the programmability with expiry dates. That way they can limit less desirable purchases. Notice he said what we deem to be less desirable, like drugs. Well, aren't they now saying that air travel is less desirable? Aren't they now seeding that ground to tell you that beef is less desirable? That the food you eat is less desirable than protein-rich insects the answer to that is yes find out all about it in the book dark future available now our sponsor this half hour is relief factor nancy lives in texas and she has always liked riding horses it was kind of her life's passion but she had to slow down when she began to get a little older she had pain in her joints head to toe over just overbearing she couldn't ride anymore then she heard on this program about Relief Factor. She decided she'd give it a try. Here's the thing. It actually didn't work for her, at least not overnight. Nancy just didn't give up hope. She kept up with it. After a few weeks, she did begin to notice a difference in the pain levels. And after a month, her pain was nearly gone. Now she rides whenever she feels like it. Nancy got her life back. I got my life back. 
Will you try to get yours back? It doesn't work for everyone. That's why there's a three-week quick start trial. It's trial pack 1995. Try it for three weeks. 70% of the people go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. relieffactor.com. 800 the number 4 relief. relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I want to talk to you about this degrowth movement that is going on. So if we roll things back uh, to the way things used to be, how many people are going to be happy? Well, they claim that you'll be happy, you'll love it, and you won't own anything. You may be temporarily happy, or maybe you're happy because you're drugged, or maybe you're happy because you just live in the metaverse. Um, but I contend you won't be happy generationally, um, because the only way to change your station is uh, the American way, which you know happened uh in 1776 and changed the world it was the only place you could go and and succeed if you weren't from a family uh of you know uh, farmers you before you couldn't succeed if you were a farmer you couldn't own the farm then own the plant and everything else you stayed in your station and that's the way it was always. And the only reason why our parents and grandparents got better is because they could own something. They could own land. They could own property. They could own stock. And those things grew over time. And they could change their station. They didn't, once poor, you didn't have to stay poor. Well, now we're planning on degrowth. Now, let me just ask you. What was the biggest problem with the coronavirus? What was the, who was, who was hurt the most? Seven million people died. Yes. Then who was hurt the most? I would say it was the small business. I would say that it was the American way of life, and that is not being told by the federal government what you must and must not do. Uh, and I would say the supply chain. You know, we will never get the supply chain back. There's no way to restart it the way it was. We'll never get it back. And what we had was damn near perfect. It was a pipe dream, I think, in the long run, because they didn't consider disruptions, just like the banks. You know, we're not considering economic collapse. The Central Reserve, they're saying, oh, no, there's no the dollar's not going anywhere. No one will plan for catastrophic collapse. And so they didn't. And there was catastrophic collapse. I believe that was mainly engineered. So that supply chain stopped, and it taught us something very valuable. Go local. Why aren't we making more steel today? Why aren't we making the thing? Why isn't Ford, when they can't get a part from overseas, why are they just waiting instead of saying, you know what, it's just time to go back to making it ourselves? Because they believe that that's coming back? Because that's not coming back. 
That's not coming back. Why is it everything is being dismantled? We're dismantling our energy without replacing it with whatever magic dust we are supposed to have by now. We're destroying everything. I'm going to tomorrow uh, ask James Lindsay to be a part of the uh, part of the program because he just uh, tweeted out something over the weekend. Degrowth equals neo-communism, and they're pushing it right now. And he had a cover of Monthly Review, the independent socialist magazine, and it has stories in it planned to growth, eco-socialism and sustainable human development, the eco-socialist mode of cooperation on technology and degrowth. Democratic planning for degrowth. Nine, a thesis on eco-socialist degrowth. The degrowth is what's happening to us right now. That is truly what is happening. And that is intentional. If you couldn't bring the rest of the world up to American standards, what you need to do is bring America down and the West down to everybody else's standard. And if you happen to believe that the West stole everything they have, then it only makes sense that you would want to take their wealth, punish them, because there is no forgiveness in this religion, punish them and take their money and give it to other countries. Now, while we're all, we're all realizing that the system is broken, while we all know that 19 out of the 21 pharmaceuticals that we get, the main ingredients that we get, are no longer had in America. They're Chinese. That 80, I think it's about 80% of all pharmaceuticals come from overseas. Why isn't Pfizer? Why, why aren't these big American uh, behemoths making new factories here? How come? That would seem logical to me. Why aren't we talking about a national movement to reopen steel mills when most of our steel comes from overseas? Why? Because they are not planning on any growth. Their target is 2 to 3% inflation. 3% inflation. If you have 3% inflation over 10 years, your dollar loses 40% of its value. Wait, in 10 years, everything I've saved loses almost 50% of its value? It's like 38 cents on every dollar? Are you kidding me? And that's acceptable to us? No, they're just counting on you not knowing ford reported uh in march they were going to lose three billion dollars on electric cars in 2023 they're now saying it's 4.5 billion dollars they're going to lose i'm going to talk about this later this week but why would you do that as a country as a company why would you continue to up the ante when your division is losing $4.5 billion? And it appears as though their goal of 2 million annual cars, 
is not going to be reached. In fact, the sales numbers are going down. EV sales for Ford dropped 2.8 for the quarter. It's Mustang went down 21.1%. It's e-transit electric van went down 23.8%. 25% any reasonable capitalist cuts their losses and says, no, 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 we're not expanding this business. Now, while that is happening, nobody's buying these things they're wildly expensive they're more dangerous and we we know for a fact we don't have the power grid to supply energy to all of these cars connecticut announces that they're joining rhode island maryland new jersey and new mexico to adopt tough rules to ban the sale of fossil fuel powered vehicles by 2035 so you won't be able to buy anything but a hydro or I mean an electric vehicle by 2035 what is that in the people's best interest or is that how you get the zill from the former soviet union you're making cars that no one wants but you force people to buy them you know i said I think it was in January, uh, the first year, we were just finding out about it. It was the end of January. I had heard about this pandemic in China in December. We started talking about it uh, January 1st. And by the end of January, I said, don't fear the virus. Don't fear the virus. Fear the effects of of this virus and not life and death i think that will be the smallest casualty turns out i think that might be true when we were told billions would die hundreds of millions would die no no that wasn't true Billions did not die. But the thing that keeps so many people alive was shut down. And now, before it even can come back, they're talking about doing more damage to it. When you read the book, Dark Future... There is no other conclusion that you can come to other than you are not important to the global elite. If we really would learn our lesson, we would we all know we all know the solution is deglobalization. Okay, but they're not deglobalizing. They say they're deglobalizing, but they're not. They're just making sure that every single community answers to a global government. So a, a bigger global machine is going to control, and it's going to control all of the big financial firms, all of the big corporations, and it will make sure that you cannot do the things that would keep your local community safe. You don't believe me? Read Dark Future. 
or if you want to have a lighter look at it, still the same information, but I mean, I had to make it funny. Uh, Dark Future, the audio version, both available wherever you buy your books, or if you're going to buy a hard copy, may I suggest you try bookshop.org. Bookshop.org is how you can buy this book locally through people who own their own bookstores. Bookshop.org. Back in a minute. You know, the purpose of a parallel economy is uh, it's not meant to be something that has to last forever. It's about sending a message to companies that they can't drop the woke, that they can drop the woke or they can go broke. In the meantime, until they do, we're going to create alternatives for goods and services that don't compromise our values. For a long time, that simply wasn't uh, available to us with mobile phone company space. It took a lot of infrastructure. Now that has changed. Everybody can be on the same towers. You rent the tower space and you build your own network. Now, if you have all of the same towers, you're going to have all of the same coverage. So you get the best possible service in your area and you get it at a better price and you get it without the leftist propaganda. I want you to go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck right now. You can also call them at 878-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation today with the offer code Beck. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. You'll get the same dependable service and coverage, and you're going to take a stand for your values and work with people who don't despise you, but actually appreciate you. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, Glenn, you were talking about these car companies and why they would make decisions like they seem to be making. Entering into expensive unproven technologies that the american consumer doesn't seem to want like electric cars uh, obviously like tesla's made some success there but you know to take a successful product and essentially new coke it right into <laughs> into electric cars is seemingly what these companies are doing and as you were talking about it it's it struck me as like this never-ending cycle right where these companies have problems they go to the government with their handout the government gives them this money and while there might not be a overt string attached to it it's quite clear what is expected once you receive a giant bailout then that you're supposed to listen you're supposed to play play ball with mm-hmm. with the new policies that the government wants and they want you to go to electric cars and, and if you know you, you think about the future for a company like ford or gm where if they decided to do what consumers clearly want them to do, which is make really good cars that work on great gas, cars, you know, that's what they want. Yes. Some people and like electric if, cars. If you make a great car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can make a great car that runs on gas or is a hybrid, I'm for it. As long as it's, you know, competitive, yeah, it's good to have those options. But for most people, what they mm-hmm. want are gas powered vehicles right now. And the government is trying to force you into something different. And slowly, they're succeeding. And if if these companies decided to do what consumers wanted 
and provide just gas-powered cars and say, you know what, like, let Tesla do the electric thing. They're pretty good at that. People can have that. We're going to do what we do well. Their company, in a short time, will be destroyed because they will be regulated out of existence. And then when they need the bailout again, they won't be able to get it. Now, this way, they go down the road of building these electric cars, which they know aren't going to sell very well, and they know they're going to lose money on all of them. They know all this, but they also know if they play ball, when they come back to the government with their handout, the government will once again take care of them and push them down this road, which puts us in a position that you've talked about in both The Great Reset and uh, Dark Future, where the government is essentially running these companies. These companies are just Mm -hmm. an arm of government policy and honestly, like uh, it, it makes it into an economy that none of us are familiar with. It's a it's a totally different system of government. Well, I mean, in the old days, we used to call it fascism. That is the definition of fascism. Communism, the state takes all of the property and the state runs it in fascism. They allow pi- pr- uh, private people to own the companies, but the government tells them exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And if they don't like it, they squeeze them. Yeah, and, and that, you know, that's not, fascism. Not to get too deep into Hitler land here, but a lot of the stuff that these corporations <laughs> did in Nazi Germany was they were things that they believed would please Hitler, right? They, it wasn't even a, a dictate from Hitler himself or even the government. It were things that they thought would please him. So they would make these massive moves in terrible, terrible policy to try to win over his favor. And gosh, are you not seeing that at companies today in different ways? Yep. And that's how we got Fanta. Look it up.